Founded Perfect Cloud back in 2015, now 850 customers paying two grand a month, doing 1.7 million bucks a month or just south of 20 million bucks in ARR. That's up from 850 grand just 12 years ago. They're bootstrapped, which I love, 13.5% EBITDA margin. They're using that cash flow to reinvest in some blockchain related stuff now, but currently a pure SaaS company, team of 35 in India and Canada, 20% revenue churn last year, doesn't know net revenue retention yet, but again, happy to spend about 150 bucks to get a new two grand a month customer. Obviously payback there, super healthy as they look to scale. Turned down, walked away from many offers, one of them north of 35 million bucks, hopes to maybe sell or do a deal in three to five years. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Mayuk Gone. He's been working in the technology industry, specifically cybersecurity, identity, and access management for the past decade and a half. He's been part of multiple successful startups as an early employee before he ventured out on his own. He's also consulted for Fortune 500 companies. Mayuk, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. All right. You're working on perfectcloud.io today. Tell us what it does and what your revenue model is. How do you make money? So uh, Perfect Cloud is a... Uh unified cloud security platform, uh, predominantly in identity management, single sign-on, and data rights management as a service. Our uh, revenue model is pretty straightforward. It's a subscription-based revenue model, as well as uh, some of the big companies are using it as a licensing model as well. Interesting, man. So, uh, yeah. So on on average, I don't want to go down every customer cohort because it's a short interview. But on average, what are companies paying you per per month or per year to access your technology? Uh, anywhere between five dollars uh, uh, per user per month to about twenty dollars per user per month. Okay. If we go above the user level and just talk about logo, the whole the whole organization. So, like on average, are we talking a grand a month, ten grand a month, a hundred grand a month? Uh, range is anywhere between two to about 20 grand a month. Okay. Two to 20 grand. Good. That's still a pretty big range. I mean, are you more long tail in average around three or four grand a month? Or are you really focused on 20 grand a month enterprise? Uh, we are targeting big ones now. Uh, but, uh, besides that, uh, it's, uh, predominantly anyone that comes on board and registers on our service. Okay, good. Okay. But minimum there we'll say is two grand a month, something like that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Put this on a timeline for us. When did you launch? We launched our product in 2015, uh, August, and uh, we've been growing at around three to 400% year over year uh, since then. That's great. How many customers have you scaled to today? Uh, approximately 850. Okay, 850. Global. That's great. I mean, so can I take the 850 times that 2,000 a month you just told me? You're doing about 1.7 million a month? That's great. And so when you say 300 or 400% year over year growth, I mean, that would mean you were doing what, 400, 500 grand a month a year ago? Uh, well, uh, we would say we were about uh, 250 uh, enterprise customers last year. So we are at 850 at the same time this year. I see. Okay. So, so December, December last year, 850 grand a month. Now right. more, way more than doubled 1.7 million to now. Yep. That's great. Okay. I mean, so most of that growth, is it well, you just told me you added about what six hundred customers. Do you have a do you have a powerful expansion pricing axis yet, or is it really just adding number of seats to older customer cohorts? Uh, you know, we don't do marketing per se. It's all word of mouth. So uh, for us, it's uh, companies that come on board. Ninety percent of the times that it is the same company that helps us get acquire more customers. So it's. Uh, is ramping up and we pretty much bootstrapped uh, from day one. Are you still bootstrapped today? 
Absolutely. Mayuk, I love that. You're my favorite. This is great. Where, uh, talk to me about the team. How many people? So currently we are about 35 employees globally. Okay. Uh, and where is, is there a and, hub? Where's uh, everyone based? So, uh, I would say most of our developers are in India and Canada. And uh, we have some marketing folks uh, spread out between India, U.S., Canada, as well as U.K. Okay, so India and Canada mainly. And then talk to me about some of the other, you know, critical things in a SaaS company. So churn is critical. What's your churn look like today and how do you keep it low? Uh, We had a very bad churn uh, two years ago. How bad? Uh, It was close to 50%. 50% revenue churn that year? Yes. Okay. And why was it so high? It was uh, because the product was still immature and uh, slowly based on the companies that stuck around, we improved the product immensely. And plus people didn't understand the security and privacy that we were providing. So they thought it was too much for them. So they say, Hey, you know what? Uh, Let's just move on to the ones that are, uh, you know, well-known rather than more secure. So, now the same people are coming back after they found out that the uh, the companies that they had gone to, they are getting breached left, right, and center. Okay, so what's your turn today? Your last 12 months revenue turn was what? About 20%. Okay, so that's not bad. And then what's your expansion revenue on that same cohort? Well, you know what? The funny thing is we uh, are putting in less than 5% for that uh currently but we intend Wait, what, on what do you sorry I don't, I don't understand what that means so the total revenue that we are generating right now we are putting five percent uh of that for the people who are leaving us uh because uh, we feel that if we put more than five percent right now we may not be able to get the uh companies who are leaving us back so rather uh, mike sorry i'm still not following you're saying you put five percent of your total revenue towards customers leaving you i don't know what put means what do you mean so we are diverting it to uh the acquisition instead of going for newer customer we are going for the uh, instead of uh, going for the same customer base uh, we are going for newer customer rather than keeping the same customers who were not good enough for us oh so you're basically telling me you're spend five percent of your revenue on marketing correct Oh, you could have just said that. That's much easier. <laughs> All right. Are you, are you, so you're churning 20% of your revenue. So if you look at everyone you signed up a year ago, right? In December of 2016 or 2017, 20% of them churn, right? Do you add, does that same cohort, do they add, do they grow by more than 20%? So is your net revenue retention above 100%? Uh, good question. I don't know about that. Don't know. I may have to check. Yeah, That's I may okay. have to check that. That's yeah. okay. Talk, talk to me about, you, well, you just said 5% of your revenue goes towards acquisition, but if you want to sign up a new $100,000 a year, or sorry, a new $2,000 a month client, what will you spend on CAC, customer acquisition? Uh, probably about $150 to $200 uh, based on what we have been spending uh, for new customer acquisitions so okay. far. Hold on, come on. I don't believe, $150 to get a new $2,000 a month customer, that's fully weighted CAC, not just paid spend, but but headcount, everything. It is, yeah, it is fully weighted CAC. Yeah, it is. Okay, so, so why uh, why wouldn't you go then put a billion dollars in that channel? Because uh, we don't have that kind of money right now. So for us to go that route, 
we'll have to go for funding, which we are not. Why though? Forward. You only have 35 the people. Market. Well, hold on. I don't, I'm something's missing here. You should have tons of money. You have 35 people. So your headcount expenses are low and they're in India and Canada. You're, you have, you're, and you're doing 1.7 million a month or you're doing almost call it $20 million a year. You must have a ton of free cash flow. We do, but uh, we are going into a new channel of business, which would require, uh, we are moving into blockchain. So we are doing a lot of R&D on blockchain. Okay. So if you look at your current kind of monthly revenues, obviously you're cash flow positive because you're bootstrapped, I assume, correct? Okay. So, so, I mean, can I ask how much, like, are you 10% EBITDA margin or 20%? And then are you taking all of that and putting it into blockchain research? We are about 13.5% right now. 13.5% EBITDA. Okay, so when that money sits in the bank account at the end of every month, what do you do with it? Uh, we are reinvesting in new uh, uh, R&D work plus uh, new patents that are going in. New what? Patterns? Pa- patent. Oh, new patents. Got it. Yeah. Do you have a bunch of patents today? Uh, we have about three of them. Uh, we'll be adding another five, uh, hopefully by the end of next have year. Have you defended any of them in court? Nope, we didn't have to. So you don't know how strong they are then yet? Uh, we did a patent uh, because most of our patents are co-developed uh, with the University of Toronto. So uh, we are pretty comfortable uh, that we have a good uh, backing out there. What does a guy like, are, are you sole founder? Yes, no, so you, we have two more founders. Okay, so, Okay. did you guys just split it 30-30-30 at the beginning or no? No, 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 no. So you're, are you majority? Uh, majority. Yeah. So, so what's a guy like you, you're, you're sitting on a cash cow, you're in full control, you know, you're doing 20 million bucks a year, right? What is, what is your run rate right now? About 20 million bucks a year? About that. Yeah. Or a little bit less than that, but all right. Yeah. Around there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. So, so, I mean, how do you, I mean, you could just make yourself and your other co-founders and your employees and everybody rich by paying dividends, right? I mean, h- how do you create personal wealth out of this thing? Would you consider like a secondary offer right now if a private equity firm came in about 60% for, I don't know, a hundred million? Not yet. Uh, we are waiting for the uh, second or third launch next year. And after that, we'll be doing that. You've got to be we'll in be talks. Going- you've got to be in talks there right now with, with people wanting to acquire you. We have been approached, but we have uh, stepped stepped out of the whole uh, deal. Why didn't you like it? Because uh, I think the patents that we currently have can be utilized for the next seven to eight years uh, in terms of data privacy. And you know, data privacy is one of the most important Big deal. things that are going to right. So we feel that there can be much more what we can do right now than. Uh, and really, our main motto when we started the company was not to make money. Money was a secondary thing for us. We wanted uh, all of us suffered data privacy hacks and uh, data breaches. So we wanted to create something which actually helps people and companies. So I think we should be good in the next three, four years, especially after we include blockchain in our uh, product offering. Mayuk, have you talked to Vista Equity Partners? Uh, name sounds familiar, but I'm not sure. No, I mean, um, if, I if you did do a deal, would it be with a strategic or would it be with like a big private equity firm like Vista? Uh, strategic because they'll has to be because they'll pay more for the patents. Interesting.
What, so if you don't mind me asking with the patent, cause see, I've never valued patents before. I, I know how to value a software company off ARR, but when you add your ARR plus your patents, I mean, do you put yourself at like North of a hundred million dollar valuation? Uh, good question. Uh, we don't, we don't know that. Uh, well, this I, is just a feeling I, thing, know, just a feeling uh, thing for you. Being Canadian, we are so damn conservative. It's not even funny. I mean, uh, so, uh, so you're saying I if I write you a $30 million check right now, you'll sell me the company. I have been given that uh, a carrot already, and I said no to it. So maybe not. Well, you should say. I mean, that's I was that was a joke. I mean, that's only like one point four x of, yeah, uh, interesting. But, yeah. So hey, you know things uh, things are happening so fast these days, uh, uh, especially in technology. If if we don't keep innovating we'll be behind in a lot of things so yeah. i personally feel i think the innovation is the best route to go and you know what happens to innovation when a big company buys a small company out you know? it dies yeah so so who's I don't your perfect who's your perfect exit like like name name one or two companies that you would love to be acquired by in three or four years <laughs> you know uh we joke around a lot uh we say hey facebook uh, your privacy issues all will be gone if you were to acquire Perfect Cloud. Would you like working <laughs> at Facebook? I don't think so. Why? Uh, too many, uh, too many things which don't jive with our mentality. Uh, especially the thing that we care about the most: privacy and security. If that is being used to create revenue model. Uh, it would not sit well with our uh, founding members. So, no. So, yeah, EMC would be a good company for us. Uh, even Dell, for that matter. Yeah. And have you, what's the largest acquisition offer you fielded to date but turned down? Uh, uh, north of 35. North of 35. Okay, interesting. Very good. All right, uh, Mayuk, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh... You know, I love uh, anything that is written by William O'Neill. What was his last book? I think uh, I like anything that has to do with the market conditions. Well, name one of his so, books, though, so we can look him up. Uh, stock trading. Stock trading. Okay, number two. Is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Uh, Elon Musk. Number three. What's your favorite online tool for building your company? Uh there's so many of them, but I think Salesforce is one of them. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, between six and eight. Good. And what's your situation? Married, single kiddos? Married with two kids. Married, two kids. And how old are you? Uh, I'll be 48. 48. Very good. And last question, what do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Ah, good question. Uh, how to sleep more? Guys, sleep more. Coming from Mayuk, founded per, founded Perfect Cloud back in 2015. Now 850 customers paying two grand a month, doing 1.7 million bucks a month, or just south of 20 million bucks in ARR. That's up from 850 grand just 12 years ago. They're bootstrapped, which I love. 13.5% EBITDA margin. They're using that cash flow to reinvest in some blockchain related stuff now. But currently, a pure SaaS company, team of 35 in India and Canada, 20% revenue churn last year. Doesn't know net revenue retention yet, but again, happy to spend about 150 bucks to get a new two grand a month customer obviously payback they're super healthy as they look to scale turned down walked away from many offers one of them north of 35 million bucks hopes to maybe sell or do a deal in three to five years my thanks for taking us to the top thanks nathan